0: Welcome to MPT Podcast. This is Pastor Tim Wilbanks. We pray that this word of God will bless your life and ministry, and increase God's blessing upon you. In Exodus chapter 14, good to have you. And when Pharaoh drew nigh, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes and behold, the Egyptians marched after them. And they were so afraid, and the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord. And they said unto Moses, because there were no graves in Egypt, hath thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wherefore hast thou dwelt thus with us, to carry us forth out of Egypt? Is not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, let us alone, leave us there? that we might serve the Egyptians, for it has not been better for us to serve the Egyptians than we should die and go out and die in the wilderness. And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not, stand still, see the salvation of the Lord, which ye shall will show to you today. For the Egyptians whom ye shall, you have seen today you shall see them again no more forever. The Lord shall fight for you. You shall hold your peace. And the Lord said to Moses, Wherefore, Christ, thou unto me, speak unto the children of Israel, that they go forth. Go forth. But lift up thy rod and stretch out thy hand over the sea, divide it, and the children of Israel shall go on dry ground. Through the mist of the sea. The word of the Lord has a word for us today. The is, It's Time to Do Something. Father, we love you today. Thank you for your mercy, your grace. Thank you for what you're going to do. you already done. Thank you, God. You're a God that that knows when we need you when we cry, but yet we've got to get up and do something. We thank you, God, for the blood that covers a multitude of sins. We thank you for your mercy and grace who gets up every day with us. We love you, praise you, thank you for what you're going to do. In Jesus' name we pray. Somebody shout amen. Somebody give them a praise report right now and praise him. I love you, God. Thank you, God, for all you're doing, all you're going to do. Praise him. Somebody pray, tell him, tell him, I'm going to praise you until it happens. I'm going to praise you until it breaks. I'm going to praise you, God. I'm going to praise you. Come on, praise. He's doing it. Somebody shout, he's doing it for me. Amen. God bless you. You be seated. One of the greatest problems, getting people to move ahead from where they are right now. The problem is showing them there is an answer. I guess all my amens are homesick. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again to you. I guess my amens are home today. It's showing them that there is an answer. There is an answer. Whether you believe it or not, there is an answer. And a way out of where you are right now. Or where you're standing in a diversity or a situation or battle You know, sometimes they don't want to move or or make an effort to move forward. And sometimes I have been there because you begin to believe that you're in a bad place and there's no way out. But there is a way out. And there is a way for a change in your life today. No matter what the enemy of the situation is telling you, there is a way out. There is a way out. I'm here to believe you, to tell you now, we got a generation even older, younger people. You come to church, sit there with your hands folded and say, well, God loves me. And, you know, it don't matter what. Yeah, it matters what you do. Faith without works is dead. You don't praise him, he ain't coming to you. You don't worship him, he ain't coming to you. You don't cry to him, he ain't coming to you. But I'm here to tell you, we got a faithful God that when you cry, he's going to come to your house. But these same people believe that they have gone too far. You ever been there? I've gone too far. I'm too old. I'm too I'm too bound. I'm too afflicted. I'm too offended. I'm too broke. I'm too hurt. I'm too good. I'm too holy. I'm too sick. I'm too satisfied for a change. But I say again: the greatest problem is getting you to move forward into a better place or a blessed place. You gotta understand this. It's getting you to see that there is a way out the problem is, is getting you to see that there is a way to change, there is a way to get delivered there is a way out. I'm telling you there is a way out no matter no matter how bad it may seem spiritually, physically, financially. I want somebody to rare back to today and say there is a way out. Oh, there is a way out. Say, I may not see it, but there is a way out. Say, I may not feel it, but there is a way out. I may be blinded, but there there is a way out. I may be down and beat and bound, but there is a way out. There is a way to have revival. I feel my God. There is a way to have a change. There is. I don't care what you see. There is. Too many are buying into the thought that it's bad, so bad, there's no answer. You ever been in that place before? You see in Exodus 14, I read, Pharaoh is approaching the very children of Israel, approaching them, he's coming. The one who had held them captive before now is pursuing them to capture them again. Can I tell you, That enemy is gonna chase us until we enter the pearly gates. Ah, he ain't gonna stop. He's gonna keep coming. But you know what? As he keeps coming, I'm gonna keep fighting. if you're looking for an easy way in, it ain't going to be easy, saying of God. You're going to have to fight, keep your sword sharp, keep your spirit built up and fed in the Holy Ghost, you know, where you can endure what you're facing. you got to rise to your feet and say, hell, you ain't overcoming me. Devil, you ain't overcoming me. you got to rise to your feet, put your hands in the air and say, I'm going to praise him till the walls fall. I'm going to praise him until the water divides I, I ain't quitting I ain't giving up I ain't going to turn around now he's been too good to me to give up on God <laughs> you see you got to understand their emotions here I know you felt this their emotions began to run through their minds we've gotten to a place they thought somebody shout oh, we gotten to a place that now we cannot escape. We've gotten so bad. Come on, you got to follow me. You've gotten so bad. I don't understand, man. God's gave answers after answer, after answer, after answer. And some people are still at the same place. I don't know what you're waiting on. I guess you, I know what you're waiting on. You're waiting on the old spirit of church to, to come upon you. Well, I'm here waiting on Jesus to do it for me. I said a few weeks ago, I'm going to say it again. That old song ain't biblical. It may be good to you and kind of stir your Holy Ghost. Pass me by, oh, gentle Savior. That ain't any word. i oh, come to me praying one day. The Bible said, Jesus said, I'm omnipresent. I don't have to pass you by, I've always been there. I've always been there. He told me in my prayer, he said, I've been waiting on you to reach out and grab a hold to me. Blind Bartimaeus heard he was passing by. He didn't wait for him to come over and get him. He cried out, thou son of David, have mercy on me. He got up and began to reach out. Come on, folks. Come on. you got to get up from where you are, and you got to start crying out to him. Don't you let the darkness, don't you let the affliction, don't you let the storm hold you down. Come on, folks. Some of you holding hands with the devil. Yeah, you are. You're going to make it to heaven holding hands with him. Their emotions begin to run through their minds. We've gotten to a place that we cannot escape. They begin to panic. Anybody ever been there to panic? I've been there. You begin to panic. I hope you're here tonight. I got a word. Oh, Jesus Christ. You need to be here tonight. I ain't going to preachers going to get it. I ain't getting you. I'm going to bring you a word from God. You backslid anyway. You listen to me. How many has been there? I panicked. I've been there. I panicked. How many feels like the enemy It got you to a place in your life because of where you are. Where you are, it got there at that place. There was no way out. Now he has you, and you've accepted that there's no way out. Has anybody got to a bad place, I mean, physically, spiritually, life that, I mean, it's pushed you to a place that you've just accepted, yeah, oh, this is the way it's going to end. This is, come on, folks. This is the way it's going to end. I, 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 I told the bishop, the it's amazing how I preach my guts out. I'm going to keep preaching, and some of you ain't going to change anyway because you, you done married to the spirit where you at. You done love living in the house you're living in. You ain't going to change. But there is a movement happening in this church. There's people praying, reading their word, and deciding, I don't have to stay where I've been. I can have better, more from God. There is a Holy Ghost movement taking place, but there's some of you, there are old people. I'm just going to stay like this. My wife and my husband ain't going to change it. My life, you're going to stay like that, dying old grumpy woman man. You ain't got to stay like that. You ain't got to stay beat down. You ain't got to stay down and out. I'm here to tell you, if God for you, who can be against you? Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Anybody know that God's got more for you? Anybody know that God loves you? Anybody know that God wants to deliver you? If you do give him a praise right now. Somebody praise him. Somebody praise him. Somebody shout, we have a God. It's not time to fold up and give up. It's time to get up and put up a fight because we've got a God. I gave a book out and told my leader, some of you probably read it one or two chapters and throw it aside. You don't want to change. No, you don't. That book is revelational. Revelatory. Brother Marlon said about the third, the third, the first three chapters, you go, oh God, go on woman, go on, move on. And about the fourth chapter, it starts lighting your world up. Come on. I've given you an answer. Every one of your problems. I said a few weeks ago, I couldn't remember I was told the other day. I said, if you want to change, sell some stuff. Get rid of some stuff. Clean your house up. Clean the junk up. Fix some things. I'm telling you your answer. The bishop said the other day, they're seeing it, but it's like preaching the word. They're sitting and you see yourself in the mirror. The Bible said, Paul said, and walking out and forgetting what you saw. Now, you don't want to forget what you saw. You know if you change it, you've got to fight something. I'm here to tell you now. You, oh, you hear me? about how I feel it now. I'm here to tell you now. That enemy wants us to panic. I said that enemy wants us to panic. How many in this room is willing to throw away, give up, knock out, clean out, redo to have a change in your life? I'm ready. I'm ready for a miracle to take place. I'm ready for a breakthrough to come in my life. Come on, folks. You hear me now? The people wanting to go back into Egypt. Back into Egypt. Just because they saw Pharaoh, just because you see adversity, challenges, battles, you want to backslide? I've been through a lot, me and my wife have. You have too. You know, his son died. He came to church. Some of your family died. You will skip church. Why are you in church? My, 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 my mama, my daddy, my, my kids died. His did, but he was at church. You want attention. We all different. We all mourn different. It ain't, it ain't a sin to mourn. We, we mourn because we lost someone we love. My dad and mom have been gone 15 years, and I still cry sometimes because I miss them. You're wrong if you don't even mourn for the ones. You didn't even love them like I love mine. Pastor, you ever fight it? I fight it all the time, Ma' Gary. Think about Papa Gary. I look at it over on the shelf, see his face, see mom and dad. I said, oh, God, I've lost three of them. Come on. Yeah, you know, I'm telling you now. If you want to change, you can stand up and tell the devil, "I'm not panicking no more." But I know I've got a God that can get me out of this situation. Come on, folks. Come on. You got to push her. Can get me out. Somebody shout. He can get me out. People wanted to backslide. They wanted to go back to Egypt. They would not see. They could not see a way out. I don't care where where you are in life. You hear me? God is a God of impossibilities. Moses tells, hear me, hear me. Moses tells the people, don't you be afraid. I'm going to come to you. It's easy when you're on that side and somebody's looking at you and telling you, don't be afraid. Fear will cause you not to see a way out. Fear will blind you. You hear me? Shout with me now. Don't be afraid. afraid. Moses tells them the Lord. Now, here's where I want to go to the meat of the pie. The Lord will rescue you. The Lord says to Moses, ah, we got this image when I say that. I standing right here. God's going to pick me up and carry me out of here. Yeah, that's what you want. Yeah, it is. You want God to come there and you not have to do nothing. Him do it all. That's what's wrong. I go down the aisle and tell you. I, be, I preached to you a few weeks ago. You didn't do nothing but sit there and look at me like a sour puss. Got up, walked out the same. You, you didn't want to change. No. But you hear me now. Moses said, God said, he's going to make a way of escape. I, I'm telling every one of you, I feel my God. Every one of you facing a situation that devil's got us panicking, but there is a way out. Somebody God's telling you today, you come with a worry on your mind and your spirit, but God's come to tell you, there is a way out. There's a way to change, there's a way to see it come about. Yeah, it is. Moses said, why? God said, why are you crying out to me? Why are you praying to me because of where you are? He said, why? God wants to know today, why are you praying? Why are you praying? Because of where you are? Listen to this. Remember, God said, Isaiah 43 and 6. I told a preacher the other day on the phone, he about shouted, said, I'm preaching that Sunday. No, 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 wrong one. Say five. I think it's 4, 3, and 5. I'm sorry, I gave you the wrong verse. But the Bible said, when thou go through the fire, I'll be with you. When thou go through the water, I'll be with you. Say, when I go through. It didn't say, he said, I'm going to carry you through. I'm going to go with you through it. But you gotta be moving for him to be with you. You gotta be on your feet, putting your hands together, praising God in the face of the devil, lifting your hands and worship in the face of the battle and say, God, I'm moving. I'm just come on and God say, yeah, you moving and I'm with you. If you're praising and worshiping and moving, God is with you right now. Somebody hear me. You're going to make it. Somebody shout, I'm going to make it. You're going to make it. You're going to make it because God's with you. You're going to make it. You're going to make it. Yes, you are. Shout with me. Get to walking. I know where you are and how it it seems, how it looks, that, that there isn't a way to get out because the enemy has you cornered. You understand? That's why some are even making a motion. Are you making a motion to get out? They're not making a move to get out because they have their mindset of the adversary. The adversary has them cornered and has them where they are, and there's no way to get out. That's a lie. Don't you listen? After God asked them, "Why are you crying out to me?" Then He tells them, "You know what He tells them after that? Get to moving." Get to moving. This is how God is going to rescue Israel. Out of the hand of Pharaoh, he tells him, get to moving. You got to do something. Quit sitting there. Try to. You hear me now? Even before he opens the Red Sea, Brother Joel, before he opens the Red Sea, he tells him, start moving. I'm here to tell you my personality if I get knocked down physical spiritual whatever life I'm going to be up moving trying to find trying to create a way out you got to be willing to throw habits away to change your health and your spirit you ain't hear me. That old stinking flesh right now. Your rotten flesh is gonna go back to the ground. It's telling you you don't do it. That flesh is a lie, it's gonna cause you to lose a lot of things. But I'm here to tell you before God Almighty, you gotta get up and say, You're gonna give up and shut up. I'm trying to find a way out. Some of you need to stand up to your flesh today. Tell your flesh, you ain't, I'm not listening anymore I'm not going to follow you anymore I'm going to make a way out I'm going to start moving I'm going to start moving I'm going to start moving you got to make a move even before he opens the Red Sea the change say my change will not come if you don't move. You ain't gonna come. No, it ain't. Before he opened the door, he said, move. You see, it's time to get up and move forward. Israel had to make the move forward before the way was created. I challenge you, in the Holy Ghost to get yourself up. I'm waiting. Start praying more. Start stepping out in the aisle and worshiping like you ain't never done. Start praising like you ain't never praised Him before. Make the move if I got to walk, run, jug, ride a bike. You got to do it before the door opens. Come on, folks. You ain't waiting on God. God's waiting on you to make the move. Come on. You heard enough. You sat there and took so many notes. My God, he's here! He's telling somebody, "Make the move! Make the move!" How I feel it, my God. How? Come pick some of up, and shake them. You can't change. I will look at you and pinch you as hard as my mama used to pinch you and say that's your problem your flesh move you in better health yeah I do it ain't easy God told Hezekiah, I'm going to give you 15 years, but before I heal you, you're going to take some fig leaves and put on those boils. Boy, it's getting quiet. Oh, flesh trying to shut me down. But I, I, flesh, you can't shut me down. You've you got to overcome that flesh. God said, told Moses, hey, hey, why are you crying out to me? Come on. Why are you praying to me? He said, move. Move, start making a change in your health. Move, start making a change in your spirit. Some of you clean up your phone. Clean up your phone. Clean up your life. Cut loose some friends that are kind of pulling you down, making you feel bad. Cut them loose. I said, cut him loose. Amen. Told a preacher friend of mine the other day, man. I, he about went into shock after I got through with him. What you been preaching? <laughs> I let him have it, Brother John. Oh, Jesus. And then I said, the Lord spoke to me in the Holy Ghost and he said, there's death coming to Pentecost spiritually. He said, Oh, the church ain't dying. I said, Oh no, the true church ain't dying. But the movement Pentecost is fixing to die. Because there's a mourning spirit sitting on the pew. Yeah, it is. Mourning. Moaning. Oh, Jesus help me. When they pray, they go in the prayer room. That's all you hear. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Oh, Jesus, 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 Jesus. And Jesus on the throne go, what? 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 I prophesy. There's a death coming. Because we got in this old stinking mentality from years ago. that we're going to sit here and wait. And we saw, him, wait on the Lord. He'll renew your street. That ain't even Bible. 2 Corinthians 14, 4 said, He that prayeth an unknown tongue edifieth himself. You're waiting on God to do something you're supposed to do yourself. I can keep going, baby. <laughs> I can keep rolling with it. I'm just here to tell you now, your problem is, reason, you got a sad looking down face. You think you're the only one fighting hell. You got it wrong, baby. We're in all the same battlefield. Our battles may not be our cures, but I'm here to tell you, aren't we all fighting some things? We're all fighting some giants. We're all fighting some conflicts. We're all fighting some challenges. But I'm here to tell you, God's waiting on somebody to make a move and to get up. And God's gonna be with you. Come on, Holy Ghost church. Come on, Holy Ghost. Come on, Saint of God. He's waiting on you. I want to know today, how many in the Holy Ghost has God even been pricking in your spirit, talking to you? You've got to make a move. My God. Preacher told me, he said, my God, man, you're about to kill yourself preaching. Like I said, no, I'm just warming up. Warming up. I told him, listen, you laugh all you want to. I got to where I don't even care. I'm going to tell you, you need to drop some fat. you start laughing at me about my hair. <laughs> I told him the other day, I said, I'm a to change in a prideful change because this right here is in the boundaries of God's word. Yeah, yeah. yeah it is. Yeah, it is. I told Brother T.L. Smith, he said, oh, your greatest battle will be people sneering snickering, because they don't want to change in their life. They'll make fun of you. I go, yeah, Bishop, you're right. And I told the preacher, he said, what's, what's going on? I said, I, I met up nine months ago. I'm going to push my flesh. I'm going to try my flesh through some things because I do. I like it because I want to push myself, teach myself discipline, push myself beyond some barriers. And I thank God for my daughter, Hannah. Hannah, my daughter. Right there, my daughter. That's my daughter, Hannah. <laughs> she said, Dad, she found this place. She said, why don't you go get tried out? There's some men in the church looking at it, and they're going to get it done. You, you, you sit there and said, do I don't care if you've got nasty teeth, nasty head. I don't care what you look like. Sometimes you, you want to look better and take care of yourself better. So don't down somebody when they want to change themselves. And the old bishop told me, he said, the battle is not the devil. The battle is the mouth of those who look at you and move it. And the Holy Ghost spoke to me and said, if you'll do it for me, I'll do it for you. I'm here to tell you. So I, I, I talked I talk to him. And the Holy Ghost is talking to me right now. And I talked to him. I said, what, causes, what caused me to, to lose, start losing my hair? Because in my, in my accident, I would comb my hair and, and hair would start falling out. didn't have no problem for it then. And all of a sudden he said, because during trauma, your body, through medicine, and the trauma, you go starts going through a breakdown, and I go, Jesus, you kidding me? So I started looking at people who are going through pure hell, and things happen. You may not lose this, but there's some things you'll lose. You'll start losing some vision. It affects. It affects hearing. It affects stability, walk, and God began to talk to him. Let me tell you something. But if you want to get through what you're going through to come out better, you've got to get up and make a move to change. And you can look at me and say, am I too far gone? Well, you know me. I'm going to say, no way. You know why? My mama always said, as long as they got breath, they got hope. I don't care what you look like, feel like, where you are. If you're breathing from, oh, you got hope. Somebody shout, I got hope. Somebody shout, I got hope. Tell that devil, I got hope. You ain't getting my hope. You ain't getting my hope. You ain't getting my hope. I got hope. Woo, I got hope. My God, I don't know what you feel, what I feel, but I feel him in here today. Yes, Brother Joel, is there hope when all hell is gone? Is there hope when health is gone? Is there hope when it seems like you're dying? Is there hope? the I feel it. There's hope. When hell says it's gone, there's hope. When the enemy says it's gone, there's hope. I know you don't know what's going on because some of you sleep, asleep, but there's hope. I'm telling you, there's hope if you're panicking. There's hope if you're defeated. There's hope. My God, there's hope. I'm going to change whatever I got to get rid right of in my flesh whatever I got to do ha 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 God tells Moses, "I'm gonna hurry." Hey, God tells Moses, "You you you got to do something if you want me to if you want me to rescue you." So God tells Moses, "You ready? Pick up your staff. Pick up your staff. Stretch it over the sea." Ah. And commanded to part. Lord, I could preach on this 30 minutes, but I'm not. I'm fishing go. But picking up that staff which made a way could be your staff is forgiving those who've hurt you. Come on. Come on. Come on. Forgiving those who ought you forgiving those who did you wrong and talked about you. I said it Wednesday night and I said it tonight today. The word tells us that our, in our mouth there's sweetness to our soul and goodness to our health. Yeah, it does. And with our mouth, we got a power to bless and curse our enemy if we do good. So your staff could be to relieve you from one of those spirits is to forgive them. And things open up. Come on, when my mom and dad got killed, a young man hit him head on and killed my mom and dad at the same time. He killed my mom and dad at the same time. My mom and dad died the same day. And I'd seen him 20 minutes before and kissed him and hugged him and loved him. 20 minutes before, after that, I went to the wrecked and my mom and dad lay dead in a car. I could have hated that boy. Could have wanted to kill him. But I didn't. I chose to go to the hospital where he lay with a broken neck and prayed for him. I chose to invite him to church. he come and sit here. His wife sung. Took him out to eat and pay for his meal and eat with him. My mom, we buried my mom dead on a Wednesday, and on Friday, I was supposed to preach a, a kind of conference thing for little Rich at his church in Burnsville. He called me, and said, "Hey, you still want to preach?" I said, "You still having church?" Yeah, I didn't know. I said, "Oh no, I'm coming." What is this? It really shows who you are. I put something on there. When you judge people, it really shows your character. It don't do nothing to them. You're going to say something. Why not say something good? And also, it shows your character when you're going through something, it shows it. But in the Holy Ghost today, God told Moses, "Pick up your staff, stretch it over the sea, and the water will part." You know what God's waiting on? Number one, you're crying out. He's going, "Why are you praying to me? Why ain't you moving?" I'm, I'm gonna get on it because this is my drum I like to beat. You get a healthy, you get a healthy body, you got a healthy church. We're getting older, and I know I'm getting older, but I'm getting healthier. Things may attack. I'm going to get here. I'm getting healthier. Why not make make your mind up if there's a habit in your life destroying you, holding you, and you want to get to the other side where the promised land is. Why don't you say today to yourself, I'm going to pick your staff up. And I'm going to go across. But I'm fixing to deal with this thing in my flesh. I'm fixing to deal with this habit, this spirit, this problem. Come on, folks. It ain't the devil. I don't know about how many in this room would do whatever you had to do to live. Raise your hand. So Some of you want to die. Whatever you have to do to live, would you do it? Well, why ain't you doing it? Why ain't you doing it? See, it ain't a God problem, and it ain't a devil problem. It's an us problem. Say, you got to do something. Is anybody hearing the Holy Ghost? How many times? Shelley said this the other day. And it stuck with me. She said, "From last fair, we me her close, like brothers and sisters. Me and my wife, said, my kids are like her kids. I mean, she—I'm saying she has took care of this old boy. I will just tell you, I got a minute. First time she I met her, I was at a fire. I was a volunteer fireman fighting a fire. I got—I got so involved, and it was a summertime. I got so involved in the fire, i fight fighting so long that I dehydrated." My arms drawed up. I thought I was having a stroke. My legs began to draw up. I couldn't move. Put me in the The fire scene. Shelly jumps in. Starts pumping IVs in my arm. Starts rubbing my arm and massaging them. Shooting painkiller and muscle relaxer. And I thought I was in the ninth heaven then. I said, I'm floating above the fire, baby. She took care of me and got me back, took me home. Second time, me and Jake was building the kid, grandkids are, uh, a tree house, 95-degree weather, and I knew better. I was working. It got so hot. Coming in that night, took a shower, started eating, started drawing up. My kidneys started shutting down. They called Shelly. She come running. The police they got, police went and got her and brought her to my house. And she started shooting IVs and muscle relaxers and sugar in my veins. Started shooting pure sugar water in my veins. Brought me back. Another time when last year I had that episode, my blood pressure shot up 216 over one, 13, 14. I, they, I was at the borderline stroke, and the first thing my kids call was, get Shelly. She come to the house, she started shooting me up, putting medicine in my mouth, got it back down. I mean, she's fought for me. When it's was in my accident, when not, uh, I mean, this I mean, when things start, medicine starts messing you up, I thought I was dying. She come, and stood up. My wife had done, done all she could do. She came to the house at 1030, left at 630 the next morning, stayed up all night long and worked with me until things got better. But she told me the other day, she said, you know, I'm fixing to tell you this, and you better listen. We're going to move to the altar. She said, when signs are telling you something, you better listen. Or you'll wait too late and it costs you more to get back. And you still sit here? I don't understand that. It ain't a God thing, it ain't a devil thing, it's an us thing. And she had tears flowing in her face. Sister Rebecca, she said, Oh, I should have paid attention because I knew what was going on. But she said something. We're going to close this. She said, we are guilty of trying to shield ourselves from that bad thing thinking and said, oh, it's nothing. That's right. That's right. How much does God have to tell you before you make the move? Stand to your feet, please. The Father's in the house. The Father's in the house. And make you lift your hands in the Holy Ghost and say, I've heard His voice today. Heard His voice. Hey. My God, my God. Hey. Right now, the Holy Ghost is moving. Close your eyes and pray. Yes, yes. We pray today that this word has blessed you, ministered to the needs of your life. Until next time, God bless you.